Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome back to Rabbit in Red Radio. This is a continuation of our Death Wish week. DGIF. We are now, yeah, we are now here. It is Friday. This is Death Wish Five: The Face of Death. This is starting to take its toll on my health. I really don't feel well anymore, people. I feel like I'm starting to get sick. My head hurts. It's like I'm always in a fog. Could you imagine if we did this all as one episode? I would want to shoot myself. (laughs) The people listening to this would want to become vigilantes, hunt us down, shoot us, and then shoot themselves. Well, you know, it's it's bad. There'd be chaos in the streets. Streets. I I can't believe we did this. I why? This this is a horrible idea. You people, I, I get it. You you're, we're getting feedback. You people are actually liking this, but you people are monsters. <laughs> Stop it. No more death wish. I no I can't take this shit much more. Death wish. I I seriously think I am getting sick. I think it's just an overdose of of, of bad acting. Okay, and, and it's not bad, bad acting. films and please it's just not bad acting. Okay. Whew, focus, John. Focus. It's brilliant. Okay. Okay. Whew. All right, let's watch Whoa. the trailer and uh let's just try and get over this. Let's 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 just plow through this shitstorm that is a Death Wish film. Let's go, people. Yeah. You want to just it's get to the next time. one and just jump over this one, I know. 
No, I, I just I want to be done. <laughs> want to be. I'm I'm I close my eyes anymore, and I see Charles Bronson's hideous old face, like with his weird, Death creepy fucking mustache. Like in Death Wish Four, you know, I wanted a mustache just like his. That, what is wrong with his face? I know he had a facelift, but what is wrong with his face? I don't know. It looks normal to me. I don't know what you're looking at. It. It's starting to haunt me. It's not. I can't even say it's haunting my dreams. It's starting to haunt me while I'm awake. This man should have starred in horror movies. What is fucking? Uh, just play the trailer. I, I'm done. Done. In the world of glamour and high fashion, a new crime syndicate is taking over. Peekaboo. I watched this guy coming up through the Irish gangs, and now he's ruthless. He's infiltrated every aspect of my business. Their methods are brutal. Promise me if anything should happen to me, he'll take care of Chelsea. Olivia! Gone. The one thing they didn't count on was an enemy who wouldn't back down. You know, these people, they steal, they murder, destroy people's lives, and get away with it. Kersey's no amateur. You've got a problem. Charles Bronson is back. I'm coming for you, O'Shea. And this time, he's not leaving until his wish is their command. No judge, no jury, no appeal, and no deals. Let the cops take these guys down. Sometimes the law works. And sometimes it doesn't. It's showtime. This Where's the girl? Charles Bronson. Guns make you nervous? Death Wish. You again with the fucking laughter. I cannot wait until the remake. I hope you laughed this hard at the remake. Oh, fuck me. I hope you laughed this hard at the remake trailer. I really do. All right, so. <laughs> All right, so just just to keep things even, we're we're gonna talk a little bit about the production. Um. Because it's it's Death Wish Five, and I know you're all dying to hear about this shit. <laughs> all right, so wow. there's not actually a lot to tell on the production of this one. Um, the, the director, I don't give a fuck enough about him to actually write down his name, was actually chosen because he was cheap. That's right, people. They had a director assigned. Mm. They came up with their budget. They couldn't afford that director and to make the film, so they fired him and hired this guy because he was much cheaper. Right. And they had hired this guy mm-hmm. and he'd never seen a Death Wish movie. <laughs> so, that's awesome. So once he got the job, he had to rent the VHSs. He watched them mm-hmm. and then had to go back because he wrote a script for it, had to go back and completely rewrite his entire script. <laughs> oh. So he wrote a and script then, for Death Wish 5. Wow. He did, and that's how he got the job. And then watched them and realized he didn't write a Death Wish movie and had to completely rewrite his script. I wonder and what then, he wrote. 
I there's no nothing on it. I I could find nothing on it. I'm sure it's probably out there at this point. I don't feel like going down the rabbit hole of Death Wish enough to find it. Um, but it is worth noting that once good old Charlie came on board, guess what? What there was another rewrite. <laughs> yeah, but was that because of him or was that the studio? Oh uh, no, that was Charles. Um. Uh, Charles actually sat down with the director. They discussed it, and um, they it said they rewrote the script together. What I'm assuming is the guy watched Death Wish movies, made his script into a what he considered a Death Wish movie. Bronson watched it, and then or watched it. <laughs> Bronson read it, and it was like, yeah, that's interesting. Let's do this. Uh, from what I was able to read. Um, uh, Bronson wanted this to be more like the original script for part four, where he's more conflicted. He's not really willing to just go out and kill the guys. That's why we see it take so long in this one for him to actually become the vigilante. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's what I was able to find. And, uh, all right. So this one, yeah, we open up and we're, Back in New York, because the fuck? Fuck continuity, I guess. Each movie either takes place in New York or Los Angeles. Or back in New York. Or back in Los Angeles. Or back in New York. Because apparently that's what Paul does. That's how he avoids getting caught. Is he just jumps between the two major cities killing people once somebody he loves is murdered. Right. This is the most unlucky man in the entire world. He shows up somewhere, falls in love... And somebody kills them, so he has to go and kill them and then move to a different city. Why are we back in New York? What is going on? I, I half kind of think, having watched this movie, that they're almost just ignoring every other movie but the first one. Like, that's just the only thing that kind of makes sense to me, is they're just kind of like, okay, Death Wish is Death Wish 5. That's how it's going. All New York. Maybe? I don't I don't know. And he's now in like witness protection and teaching architecture. At least we're told that. I what? What the fuck? How Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we're back in New York and we are now in the fashion scene of New York. We get to see that Paul's new Yes, he's got a new woman. His new woman designs clothing. Mm -hmm. She has her own factory. She's putting on a fashion show. And guess what? what? She has a little girl that Paul can call his daughter. Well, actually, she's a little older than just a little girl. So, She's 13. Yeah, that's still older than that's, that's past the little girl status. It's fucking tired at this point is exactly what it is. I mean... And is fucking creepy. He's he looks like he's in his mid seventies at this point. I don't know how old he actually is, but he's dating this woman that looks to be thirty, right? And, and fathering this child that's thirteen. <laughs> okay, and your problem with that is what? It's fucking creepy. I mean, good for him for being able to pull that off, but it's fucking creepy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so of course, Paul's girlfriend, 
her ex is an abusive gangster. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Does, does Paul, like, just go looking for these women? Does he never learn? I, I mean, seriously, how? How in every fucking film? It's like it takes him a couple years and he finds this poor woman that is attached to gang warfare, lives in the fucking slum, or, or who knows? I don't, I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to anyone. It's just a convenient plot device that somebody is just like a Death Wish movie. <laughs> what makes one of those? He has to have a wife and a daughter. And they have to be uh, murdered. Yeah. And then he goes on a rampage. A vigilante rampage. Fuck me. Fucking see, you can't do anything original with this at all. Like, it couldn't be a son. She couldn't have a son, for Christ's sakes. Every single one of them has to have a daughter. For fuck. Ah. Oh. All right. So this this woman, once again, I said I'm not even going to write their names down. I don't give a fuck what their name is. The, their name is Fresh Meat. So Paul's new Fresh Meat gets abused by her ex because he shows up and I don't know what the fuck he wants. The Do hassle you know some who people. played her ex? Oh, fuck yeah. He's, um... Ah, I forget his name. He's actually a good actor. Michael Parks. Michael Parks. Fuck yeah. I like him. Yeah, and you were probably going to say, oh, blah, blah, blah. You don't even know who he is. Fuck you. I don't know who he is. Well, I've seen I from saw... Dust Till Dawn. Right. Well, I saw in the credits that, you know, he was going to be in there. And I was like, hmm. I also, uh, surprisingly enough, there's actually a few faces in here that I recognized in, like, um, uh, the DA. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in some stuff. I yeah, can't I like think him. Off the top of my head, uh, yeah, he's been the, in stuff. The crazy, wacky, weird little fucking hitman. <laughs> I like him. He's in some stuff. I, I like nothing, Mike. You don't know yeah, this one. I'm. I'm. Uh... Land of the Dead. He played the special guy. Oh, Land of the Dead. Yeah. When you lick the sight, the light catches the saliva, and then you can say it. Oh my god. Yeah, at least that guy can fucking act. It's not a uh, fucking reanimated corpse walking around that can't remember his fucking lines. Yeah, I'm going there. <laughs> fucking Bronson and your all-timers. Which, surprisingly enough, I think he speaks more in this film than any other one, which is crazy because his all-timers was kicking in at this point. Jesus. Makes no... Okay. Logic be damned. It's a Death Wish movie, right? <laughs> Alright, so... so so fresh meat gets abused Paul sees her bruises and goes to confront this guy and you know Grandpa Bronson's gonna be a hard ass to these really generic fucking Italian stereotypes and oh jeez the guy pulls a gun on him guns make you nervous (laughs) no idiots with guns make me nervous Mm -hmm. guns have their purpose. Fuck me. Grandpa, it's past your bedtime. Go watch some Jeopardy and lay down. You are not intimidating. I am sorry. Whoever thought this was a good idea. Like, I can go with Death Wish, Death Wish 2, Death Wish 3 is ridiculous, but I can still kind of go with them at that point. Death Wish 4, you're really starting to stretch it. I mean, it's, eh. Death Wish 5, ooh, I'm feeling bad. Man, you should... You should have some fucking Activia. Read the paper. Activia. Take it easy, Charles. 
I mean, seriously, man, or you're, you're going to hurt yourself. Don't look too hard at this guy. He might slap you, and you're going to break a hip or something. Which, by the way, he had hip replacement surgery a couple I, times. Yeah, I did see that. Well, I was surprised because I did not think that he had uh, that issue. But I guess, you know, doing all those stunts, you know, probably required him to have to have that surgery. Yeah, watching Death Wish, man, he did a whole lot of extensive stunts, too. Well, you know. <laughs> well, his stunts were more extensive than his acting. <laughs> he did more stunt work than acting work in him. I'll give him that one. <laughs> you are fucking horrible, sir. <laughs> horrible. Uh, but the problem is with this film... It does look like he's having a good time, all right? But his Alzheimer's never kicked in enough that he actually forgot that he's a wooden <laughs> asshole and actually acted. Whereas the last film, Alzheimer's kicked in a tiny bit and he actually acted. We're not going to get that here. <laughs> um, but this one does put a nice little twist on things, okay? Uh, Paul and Fresh Meat go to the police. And apparently all the cops know Paul's history... And they're just cool with him. You know, he's in witness protection, whatever. Mm. But, you know, they're going to just turn this X in. They're going to let the cops handle it. And then, of course, Paul asks this woman less than half his age, or easily more than half his age. Easily. She looks 30, maybe. And he's fucking 70-something to marry him. Of course, she says yes. (laughs) And then seconds later is brutally attacked and disfigured by a cross-dressing hitman because okay yeah Uh, but the the attack it's it's okay i mean it's no death wish too where you feel like you need to take a shower afterwards but it's an okay attack i mean it fucks her face up and she's in the fashion world so and Paul sees a cross-dresser, and I can't tell if he's like, what the fuck is that, or if he's checking him out, because it's Charles Bronson, and it's, it's the same look he has all the time. Maybe he squinted a tiny bit more, and I just missed that nuance. No, I mean, you know... I mean, it's hard to tell with his age, the sagging eyelids, and, you know, the failing facelift. It's hard to tell what the hell he's trying to emote there, if anything. No, I think honestly, I'll tell you what. I think his acting has gotten gotten better as the series has gone on. <laughs> his acting's gotten better. Yes, and I actually do feel that this and four were probably his two best performances in the franchise. Oh my god, my friend, you are full of shit. I am not. I totally agree with my statement. Of course you do. It's your statement. Anyway, (sighs) fresh meat falls into Paul's arms, and she's rushed to the hospital. He talks to the police, and uh, he finds out that the police have been after her gangster ex for 16 years. Holy fuck. (laughs) This guy does not seem that smart. I'm sorry. And from everything we've already seen, it should not take you more than six months to bust this guy. I mean, seriously, he is not a good criminal. He's leaving all kinds of witnesses and shit around. Right. All kinds of fucking evidence. I mean, Jesus Christ, he was holding that saw, cutting into that guy's stomach. All the guy's got to do is go to the cops, and they can get his fingerprints. Right. 
That is a thing in this world. They showed that in fucking part two. It's not at all like this is two decades fucking later and fingerprint technology hasn't just disappeared. <laughs> anyway. I'm to look at this. All right, so Paul's old, you know? He's trying to put his vigilante ways behind him and he just convinces his fiance, you know what? You got fucked up. I still love you. We're just going to let the police handle this. We're, we're just going to keep going this way. It's the right way. I'm old. I'm tired. Did you notice her bandages? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you were able to watch it. I almost didn't. I, I'm, yeah, I bet you probably screamed to cover your eyes. Yeah, the dog was with me. I think I scared him. Probably. <sighs> and of course, you know, Paul's good intentions go horribly, horribly wrong. And the hitman and some Italian stereotypes show up and kill this woman and Miss Paul with roughly 200 fucking bullets that they shoot at him, and he never gets hit. Not fucking once. Bullshit. You couldn't ha take a bullet? You, you Fucking seriously? You couldn't just be sent to the hospital and that, that's what sets you... No, fuck. Are you serious? That is unbelievable 200 bullets these guys are fucking shooting at him not even shitting you they shoot this apartment to fuck literally to fuck like it goes to fuck town they shoot it up so much and never are able to hit this 70 something year old man that's trying to hobble away from them <laughs> or feebly throwing vases at them that's his stunt work here or his stuntman with a bad wig dives off a rooftop and then a kindly policeman helps the elderly Mr. Bronson up out of the trash. You, you notice that? It was like three takes of the guy trying to get him up. Come on, old timer. You can come up. Just, just put your feet down. You can do it. I'm just ignoring this portion of what you're saying because it's mean. It's also true. I'm wondering if his Alzheimer's was kicking in there and he's just like, stand up. How do I do that? You just put pressure on your two feet it's like acting i can't act oh fuck yeah that's right i'm sorry charlie <laughs> you're horrible. horrible all right horrible, so horrible. uh sometime later it's not really explained to us or maybe it was because uh you got me the german blu-ray and i expecting the deutsch but mean deutsch is good i can speak a tiny bit of german i can't fucking read it i have no idea what the fucking subtitles were on the screen Did it you, might have said yeah, one you know, week later two weeks you later could have, you could have turned those subtitles off you know i was gonna tell you that i uh, i i cannot read german i tried i gave no, up dingbat dingbat you go into your player you turn on you go into the subtitles menu and you just turn them the fuck off whatever i just watched it whatever it didn't bother me it's not like they were up there all the time it's not like it was a great movie where i was riveted and <laughs> That pulled me out of it. You Nothing like that. Riveted? <laughs> I don't think I've been riveted yet, Michael. I had to turn them the fuck off because I'm sitting there watching it and they think, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And of course, it was the remote that the dog chewed all to hell because I haven't <laughs> taken the batteries out of that and put them in the fucking other one yet. So it took me for fucking ever to try to like. Then I hit stop and I had to go all the way back to the beginning. And start from the beginning again when I was already like 10 minutes into it. Oh, that was the worst part. It, it was only like two or three lines after that. Hmm. Anyway, uh, some 
German time later because I I have no fucking idea. Uh, Paul's watching the TV with the little girl in his cabin in the woods in New York really City. Doesn't seem like a little girl though. The the the, the, the child. The the grandpa is watching TV with the child. Uh-huh. Some indeterminable time later, and her dad is released, and then and a little bit later shows up and takes her and grandpa throws a punch and knocks the fucking gangster down and then the walking stereotypes knock Paul out and the gangster actually says fuckers quick that was not a quick punch that the shot was from they should have just cut to behind him let his fucking stunt double throw the punch because that was not a quick punch no I, I, I guess if he just surprised him, I know, I mean, you show up, this guy's supposed to be a professor, he's old, mm-hmm. you're not going to really expect to get punched in the face, I guess. Right. So, no, but not. I would never call that a quick punch. A sucker punch that you <laughs> didn't see really fully coming, maybe, but I, I don't know. Anyway, Grandpa got knocked down. His housekeeper that this time hasn't been gang raped and murdered shows up and helps him up, reminds him of what's going on. And uh, apparently this is the last straw because now, now finally Paul takes his gun out of his safe. But he did this before, but put it back apparently. This time he loads it with a weird montage playing over top of it, reminding us of what happened. Because apparently we're coming back from a commercial break, I guess. What the fuck is this? And this is, this happens like one or two other times in this film where they're just like this weird montage mm-hmm. with dialogue from earlier in the film. It is seriously like we're coming back from a commercial break. That's awesome, though. It's not awesome. It's it's bad. It's real bad. <laughs> ah, Alright, so Paul does what Paul does. He, he tracks down these goons. He poisons one with a fucking cannoli. and That was great. Poisoning takes a long time. And, but this guy dies in like seconds. But you know, it's a Death Wish movie. I'm surprised he didn't explode. Right. Uh, he uses himself as bait for a bad cop. And what's actually really weird for a Death Wish movie? We we actually see funerals for these guys. I I actually kind of appreciated that because it gave you a sense of closure. Uh, no, it was just something original to the series. Yeah. It's something different. It added a little bit of humor. Like that's that's something I'll give this one. They're they're adding some humor into it. As weird as it is, but yeah, they're they're adding some little dark humor in and okay, I, I guess I'll take it. Uh oh yeah, I missed the part where he blows up the hitman with a soccer ball. That's that was smart. That was brilliant. Another brilliant Bronson. Uh, yeah, brilliant was, okay. Bronson Fridays. So uh, the gangster X tries to set Paul up uh, by using the little kid as bait in the clothing factory and uh, <sighs> there's a shootout it's not exactly good or really exciting mostly because Bronson's in his 70s and probably forgot where he was supposed to go or do I and <sighs> oh come on man alright so he gets in a forklift and then somehow he jumps out and puts a dummy in it and they blow it up, shoot it to shit, and then Bronson just steps out and shoots the the three guys, just bang, bang, bang. 
Well, that's because that's not a good shootout. That's he has not the power to do so. <laughs> no, he just doesn't have the ability to do anything anymore. So they have to figure out how to have shootouts with this elderly man that is knocking on death's door, literally knocking, waiting for the door to open. As mean as that sounds, he died very shortly after this film. Correct, Mike? Uh, yes, I believe so. Right. So this is like his Halloween Six. I mean, all right. At least in that one, the feebleness worked for Donald Pleasance, and this one is just everything. It's like it's like watching The Expendables if they tried making it in ten more years or something. Well, I mean, Slice still on the juice, but. Man, he ain't looking good in ten more years. Mm. Anyway. Different. Uh, So then, you know, Paul, of course, kills the bad guys and then uh, walks off as a police officer just sets there with a bolt in his arm smiling because he's just going to fucking let him go, I guess. Uh, It's Bronson. There's no fucks given, and I can't say I, I have any fucks to give either. I mean... Strangely enough, there is some improved qualities to this film, though. Somewhat. I mean, the cinematography and acting is mostly good. Not Bronson. Bronson brings his usual Bronsonness to this. I mean, basically, you could put a mannequin with a creepy fucking mustache in the scenes and just have him ADR his lines, and you get the exact same performance. Anyway. Um,. For whatever reason, this one feels like it was a made-for-TV movie. Like, this does not feel theatrical at all. Um, I disagree, but I think, I mean, the score kind of set it apart because it has a different feel to it, a different tone. So, Yeah, it's now in the 90s. (laughs) Well, again, you know, the budget was only set for so much. You had to... uh, make do, improvise or whatever. You didn't have to make do. Charles Bronson made more than the budget. He could have tossed a little bit back in it so he wasn't in a piece of shit film. Hey, Bronson had bills to pay too, so... <laughs> he just forgot which ones. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> now, I, I... I really don't know if this is supposed to be a sequel to the original or if this is... Like, just a continuation, and they're saying that he got caught after part four, and he's now in witness protection. I mean, that, that's a real weird, vague area, and that's kind of a problem with this. Um, basically, this timeline doesn't make sense at all. But <laughs> this is just a real general early 80s B-grade action flick. It actually has a somewhat decent story that's somewhat original for a Death Wish movie, I guess, kind of. And it does try and do something a little bit different with it. There's no rape. That's true. And, okay, one thing that I will absolutely give this, I actually really liked um, some of the stunts. I thought some of the stunt work in this was really good. Like, um, when the fat man got hit with the car... And and he gets shot up through the windshield or the window and then falls on the table with all the people in it. That's a good fucking stunt. That's a practical stunt. A fat man actually got jerked up on cables through the window and fell on people. Fucking cool stunt. When the the Asian lady cop is trying to shoot the hitman and he turns his car sideways and hits her with the car and she flips up. 
That's a practical stunt. That's a fucking good stunt. Good you, job, Death Wish 5. Do you know Leslie Ann Down, who played the love interest in this film? Yeah, I have no fucking idea who she is now. No, but she is right now 64 years old. Okay. So that means that in Death Wish 5, when they were together, figure it was 93, right? I believe so. Yes. So that would have made her, what, 39? So fucking weird. And her little 13-year-old girl calling Grandpa... Oh, God, it's... I mean, I'm still saying good for him. I mean, seventy-something-year-old oh, yeah. guy pulling that good, good for him. I, I mean, agree with that. I doubt he could get it up or remember what to do with it, but good for him. No, I bet you he could. Alzheimer's, man, it's a bitch. I'm making a lot of jokes, but it is sad. Uh, Charles Bronson had Alzheimer's. It was probably uh, some rumors are that it was starting to take effect at this point, and that's why this is one of his absolute last films. So, joking aside. There's the sad truth. He was a sick old man at this point, and it kind of shows in this movie. He wasn't He's... old, though. You're not old until you hit 80. He didn't hit 80, did yes, he? Yes, he did. 81. How so? He just he just creeped over that line. Yep. I mean, honestly, it looks like you could just bitch slap him, <laughs> and you're going to put him in the hospital in this film. But, Mike, what what is I your opinion on this? I think he could kick my ass. Well, anyone could kick your ass. All you have to do is kick one of your canes and you're going face first. Right. Wow. Um, This one for me is much like uh, the other films. I'm still going to give it a five because it is (laughs) (laughs) You have no credibility anymore. Death Wish 5 gets five. Credibility you have. Death Wish 5 gets five. And I also have a special place in my heart for this one. (laughs) 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 You... I have a special place in your heart for this piece of shit. Because is... um, my film from 1994, Camp Out Nightmare 5, um, was played in the background during um, one of the few scenes with um, the character of my uncle, um, the drunk alcoholic who loved who loved the Death Wish films, and we he was watching the VHS in the background during some of those scenes. So, yes, if you watch that film of mine, which is on YouTube... You is it will, five or six? It's five. Okay. You will watch... Because we were shooting... We made the fifth one in 94, so we made it right around the time that I had Death Wish 5 on VHS, and I had watched it, and I was like... I loved it, and I wanted to pay tribute... Um, to the film and to Bronson, so I included it in my film. Wow. All right, five stars. Or five Bronsons or whatever. That's I can't That's huge, leave. Bronson. Oh, fuck you, man. All right. Um, you like wish I said, you had a Bronson that was his size. I don't know. No. <laughs> I, his face is fucking weird, especially in this one. Like, you could tell he had more plastic surgery or Botox or something. I could. And, oh, my God. And his creepy mustache. I don't, like, seriously, he's what I expect to see when somebody pulls up in a van that says free candy. <laughs> Fucking, I'm not even kidding. Like, that's the person I expect. 
when I think of a pedophile. That face, that creepy mustache. Mm -hmm. I lost my puppy. Can you help me find my puppy? You can pet my puppy if you find him. And then I'll pet your puppy. And then, and then you can see my Bronson. Anyway, um, like I was saying, this one does actually have a little bit going for it. Like the nice stunt work. I tried something different. I, I think the fact that I actually liked some of the actors in this and, and they did try and do something a little bit different. I'm, I'm it, it's a tiny bit better than four for me. So it, it, it's Is it better than three. Of course it's better than three. It's it, this is two and a half. So two and a half, just say three fucker. It's two and a half. It's, it's not three. three. It's no, it's no, three. I'm rounding it up to three. You can do that. Whatever. But yeah, um, I can't say you should watch. Who fucking cares, man? It's Friday. I've watched a lot of Death Wish. You've watched some Death Wish. I'm getting Death Wish the fuck out. I know you people are probably just enjoying hearing our torture, but I know at the beginning of this, we are all excited and yeah, we're going to do a big wrap up and we're going to blow. No, we're not. I, I'm fucking done at this point. We're we're gonna do the Bruce Willis one Saturday, and then we're we're taking a day of rest, and and we're coming back with another normal episode next week. Cause you know, fuck this, no more Death Wish. I'm starting to get a real Death Wish. I'm just glad my handgun's not here right now. Would you, like, blow your brains out? I'm starting to think about it. Would you open it up, open your mouth up, and taste the lead? Or would you try to squeeze it up your urethra? Go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> because, you know, you don't have a, a huge Bronson, so you probably could fit it up your urethra. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk at you guys tomorrow. Saturday, bitches. Fuck, I've got a headache. Goddamn Bronson. Bronson, Bronson, Bronson. You know what? I, I did write a song about Bronson. No, no, you're not singing. You No, fuck you. No songs, no more. We're done I with this. You, Death Bronson. Wish 5 is over. Oh, yes, I do. Cut to credits. I love Goodbye, you, Bronson. People. Oh, how I do. I love you, Bronson. Shut the yes, fuck yes, up. I, I do. Hate you. Charles Brunson, you're dead and I miss and I love you too. But he forgot about you and everyone else because of his Alzheimer's.
<gasps> that was horrible. Lucky Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.